0: Today on the breakdown is a choose your own adventure type of situation where you pick what happens and then you turn to the page in the book and then you find out, you know, what happens next and then you get to pick again. It's just like that for these two players, Carl and Maxime. And let me tell you, this ain't no children's game. They're playing <laughs> because they're playing Texas Hold'em and it's... uh. It's in the WPT Championship, and there is only 16 players left. And you may say to yourself, 16 players. Blah, blah, blah. But let me tell you something, folks. First place is a hearty, a healthy $5 million and change. like 5.2. So much money on a $10,000 buy-in. This is where they guarantee $40 million and did not hit that guarantee. Oh, oh, the pain for the WPT. But our enjoyment is their pain. Their loss is our gain. And let's choose our own <laughs> adventure right now by going to page 76 on The Breakdown with Grant Edison and Jonathan Levy.
1: Hey! Many long-time listeners know that, that- <laughs> sometimes we do two podcasts in a day. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes we mention that we have... <laughs> Done a podcast already, and we're on our second podcast. Yeah, now might be a good time to mention that <laughs> after whatever just happened. Was that a problem? Was that not? <laughs> it wasn't a problem. It was just uh, like on the border of reality. <laughs> yeah, it was just not quite here. You That's know? fair. <laughs> it just didn't it? Didn't have a grounding to it no. that makes you feel safe <laughs> and like you're tethered. Like you're like an astronaut. And you're, you're on the outside of the ship doing a repair, and you look down, and you kind of realize, oh, shit, I forgot the carabiner.
0: This better not be spoilers for, for All Mankind <laughs> Season 4 right now. <laughs> it is not.
1: But you okay. know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's I like you're, you're still holding on, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you're in the depth of space, and if you let go, there is nothing protecting you.
0: I've actually had a version of that happen to me for real. Really? I was not in the depths of space. I was 15 years old. I was at camp, summer camp, and we had a ropes course, and I was 40 feet up in the air. Um, they had a big netting, and I always like to go up there and hang upside down from my knees and talk to people who were on the ground. I thought it was cool. I was 15. Yeah. You can forgive me. Uh, so I was doing that, and in the middle of me having some conversation with someone on the ground, one of the counselors walked up on the ground and said, hey, I don't want you to panic, but you are not currently on belay. You are not strapped into anything, so please very carefully like sit up, pull yourself up, climb all the way up this netting, go to that tree, and, and hook yourself in. I was like, oh, okay. And then I did it. And I yeah. went carefully and slowly, and it was fine. But like, I was literally hanging upside down. But there's a net below no, you. No net. No net. You're on belay. Ah. So no net at all. Like, cool. I really could have. That, that's one of those definitely could have died. How did I fall break my neck for sure kind of a thing? I have so many of those stories. Um, almost died. That's not almost died, but like, I thought I was safe and I wasn't, you know? So I might have done something a little stupid. Standing like upside down.
1: It's a standard Jonathan Levy type of situation. It really happened. That's real. Yeah. That's real, son. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not fiction, man. Yeah. That's not the edge of reality. That's fucking straight in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: People get that. Yeah. It's like the eye of the fucking hurricane. I got to apologize to everybody, because yes. they
1: don't want another Carl and Maxime hand. We do so many Carl-Maxime
0: hands, you know? But Chris Jones suggested it. So. What's embarrassing? For me. and But I say for me, I mean that I'm embarrassed for you, obviously. I'm not embarrassed for myself.
1: When when you say the quiet part out loud, it becomes less powerful. I don't know if you were aware of that. Maybe they didn't teach that at Harvard. They didn't teach that at Harvard. (laughs) But you could have maybe learned that at some point.
0: I always felt that made it more powerful. But let's find out together. So you've gone all this time. We've done a lot of Carl Shaw and Maxime hands, And you've never been able to pronounce Maxime's name. You've never tried to pronounce his last name. Right, because I am friends with the family
1: and they have specifically requested that I maintain a level of anonymity for Maxime. And I'm honoring that request. They said it would be okay if you wanted to pronounce it, but that because I am close to them, they felt like it would be a betrayal <laughs> if I were the
0: one to pronounce it. So when you say this, so like so that way people don't know who Maxime really is. That's what you're saying.
1: Well it's not exactly that. It's that me profiting Off of such a dear friend's presence on the internet and and his success, it feels to his family who are traditional French people Mm. of the land. Imagine imagine the first scene of Inglorious Bastards. They're like those people, you know. They're like getting milk out of the cows and shit, and they're Uh, a farmer. And their floorboards—it's called a a farmer, right? And their floorboards (laughs) have like very big cracks in them. You can see right through all that stuff. Mm. They're very traditional. So they don't want me to be the one as a friend who's invited to all of the traditional French holidays at their house, like Bastille Day. What are the other
0: holidays you're invited uh, Christmas? to? Christmas. Traditional uh, French holidays? Yeah, yeah.
1: The, the Christen time, they call it. In France, anything else? Um, Maxime's family would like me not to mention the other
0: holidays for, for anonymity's sake, because everyone will know then which family you're talking. Yes, about Yes, of course, France. because
1: of the different holidays that they celebrate okay. specifically. Yeah, so you're welcome to try to pronounce. I'm,
0: I want to honor the family's requests, and okay. I will. All right, because I'm polite. Yeah, you're polite society you're over an, here. You're an ally uh, to, to, Maxime. to the French to the Bastille. <laughs> they love in French. Yeah, those ones. Bastille Day is basically just 4th of July, right? That is one way to put it. I'm sure French people would love like, to <laughs> hear that. <laughs> like that's, It's them celebrating some form of independence, though, correct? Yeah, I think so. You think so? I'm not going to say I know so
1: because I don't know for sure, but I think certain.
0: so. I'm not certain. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I kind of get that feeling, too. The weird thing is, it's 4th of July, but it's not on the 4th of July. Yeah, and it's not like there's not enough American flags. Like, they have a 4th of July, but their Bastille Day, they don't celebrate a 4th of July. They don't have any pickup trucks during it, either. They're like driving around with flags and stuff. They get rid of all the pickup trucks. Yeah, it's a Bastille
1: Day thing. It's fucked up. Anyway. What about Carl, huh?
0: Oh, yeah, Carl You just went ahead
1: and doxed him. You just went ahead and doxed Carl. I thought you were friends with Carl. I know. Maybe Carl wanted to be
0: Doxed. Nobody wants to be doxed. If it's if you have to use the word doxed, they didn't want to be doxed. Well, you used the word doxed. But you did, too. Yeah, but only because you did. He, guess where Carl's from? Germany. No. The United States of America. <laughs> no. One last guess, and then we will move on. The good Engl- England. Yeah. Do you know what the flag of England looks like? You don't. Which one? The the main flag of, of London, England. Of England.
1: Of England? The, yeah, not
0: the UK flag. The, the red and white Flag. Yeah. Yeah, that Can one. Describe it. It's like a cross, a red and white cross. What's so the cross is red and white? There's a white background with a red cross on it. Thank you. It's like pulling teeth with this guy.
1: You thought you had me, but you didn't really have did.
0: me. No, you got it. You did it all right. I mean, you said it was a red and white cross, so that you were already wrong. And I gave you a chance to dig out, and you sort of did. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to gotcha journalism me, <laughs> and I didn't get gotcha. I think you got gotcha journalism a little I bit. I don't think so. Anyway, the World Poker Tour Championship, $40 million guaranteed. Yeah, they're not going to do that shit again. 3,835 people did register. So they got close. They got close. they needed, needed 4,000. Yep. and in fairness, they did make four hundred dollars. It was a ninety-eight hundred plus six hundred dollar uh, buy-in, so they probably didn't. Oh, so they lose needed more money. Than, They needed more than four thousand then. They did need yeah. more than four thousand, but you know, if you if you want to decide that the rake doesn't go to any of the employees and just goes back into the player pool, then there you sure. go. <laughs> You're probably fine. Yeah, probably you got there. Probably, um, yeah. This was a bit of a disappointment, although it made for some pretty good television. The final table is star frickin' studded. Which is
1: surprising considering the size of the field.
0: 3,835 players.
1: Yeah, like the first three players that you look at at the final table and on a different hand that was suggested it was like, is this a high roller? What,
0: yeah. is, what is this? I'm just gonna say so there's six players at the final table. I'm gonna name four of them so that way either or both of these players we're gonna do could have made it. Okay. But these are all four names you may have heard of Ben Heath, high roller specialist, Archer Marty Rosen. Sure. You'd recognize him. DeMar DeRozan. Chris Mormon. Yeah. He wrote a book. Yeah. um, I think most successful online player, at least of all time, for for a period. Yeah. Yeah. And Andrew Lucky Chewy Lichtenberger. Could you hear the air quotes without me actually doing them the way I said that? I think you could. Lucky Chewy Lichtenberger. Yeah. Lichtenberger is a long name. It is. So. Also, Lucky Chewy, it's a... Why? Why such, why such a long nickname? Having a long nickname is always a bad I idea. I mean, he was like 17 when he made that name, probably. Well, he doesn't have to keep it. He could just be Chewy now or Lucky. Are you sure he's intentionally keeping it? I'm not. Okay, good. But he probably is because people still call him that. We just called him it. Yep. He hasn't corrected me yet. Anyway, the point is, holy shit, how are four of those guys in the final six where first place is $5.3 million. And there were 3,800 entrants. There were more than 3,800. Okay, it's crazy. It crazy situation. Yeah, $40 million guaranteed. They really went for it, but the World Series of Poker decided to torpedo that, just play the competition game and have their series in Atlantis at the same time, and enough other people went there that they couldn't get that final 100, or I guess three or 400 players that they would have needed to uh, get there.
1: I have not ever gone to Atlantis for the poker thing, but I have read the nightmare stories about being a poker player when, like, the Bahamian authorities know about the poker tournament and what happens with, like, customs and shit. Do they shake you down and stuff? Like, worse than that. Talk? Yeah, like... Uh, Spill. I can't remember it verbatim, but there is okay. a story from 2013 or something about this guy who anonymously posts. He's like, you would know who I was if I, if I if I told you, but mm-hmm. I'm going to be anonymous on this. And he, like... Ended up in a Bahamian jail, which for like seven days, just for having money on him, basically. What? Yeah, like the jail was just like an open air, like find your own food, try not to get shanked type of thing. Jeez. Yeah. There's a very long story on 2 Plus 2. I'm sure you could find it if you did like a deep search on it. And there's other stories like that, too, about how it's just really rough, like trying to bring cash in and out of the Bahamas. You
0: have to find other ways. That's very strange to me just because, you know, it's a massive casino, I know where the rich come to to gamble. There's probably
1: some avenues that you could go if you did a little bit more research, or maybe if you like have a little bit more money you put up up front before traveling to like go the right way, you know, to to make sure that you don't get shaken down or anything. But if you go through the main airport, apparently it's just a a complete nightmare.
0: That's weird.
1: I'm not sure if it's still the case, but it at least was for a long time.
0: Hmm. Yeah still sounds a little suspicious that that would be the case, only because so many people come in and out, specifically to go to that casino resort. I would,
1: I would agree, except that it's not just one story. It's like, there's tons of stuff about this. You told this. us one story, Grant. I did, but I'm saying... So if you, it's an anecdote. If you look it up, yeah. which I'm sure many of the listeners will now...
0: Well, now they have to.
1: You will see. You will see what is
0: out there. Okay. Well, anyway, that is it's horrible that that's happened at all. I thought you were going to say about like how expensive everything oh,
1: is. Oh, um, that, that also is apparently the yeah. case. Like
0: it's, it's not Morocco, but it's close. Kind of you thing. mean Monaco? I do. I have a friend who's <laughs> in Morocco right now, actually. No, so not y- playing poker. You're forgiven. He just sent me photos today, so I really am forgiven. I looked at pictures. Is he in Marrakesh? Yes, actually. That's the only city I know. So. It's the only city anyone
1: knows. Wait, Tangier? No. Is that not in Morocco?
0: No. Are you sure?
1: No. I'm going to go 60% Tangiers in Morocco. All
0: right. I'm going to say it isn't.
1: All right, so you're going to give me uh, six to 64 on this?
0: Why would I give you six to four if you're going 60%? It'd be the other way around. Okay, fine. I'll give you six to four. You are
1: such a fucking work of the fucking Are are we making the bet?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Sure, I don't All
1: right, $6 to $4.
0: Tangier. I mean, I'm doing this completely blind. It is Morocco. I feel like I was scammed. (laughs) (laughs) You owe me $4. I was like, maybe it's in India. I don't know. All right, fine. That's in a Bob Dylan song. Uh, She might be in Tangier. Oh, well, that's unfair. It doesn't say Morocco. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to the hand. Name the song and then I'll get to the hand. Bob Dylan sings all the hits. That's Christmas the one. Time.
1: That's the one. All right. <laughs> Chris Jones suggested this hand yes. on Discord. Yes. Use the link in the description of this podcast to get to our Discord server where you can suggest hands and do other shit. If you're going to be that. If you're going to be that. Yeah, good point. <laughs> way, way to add to that. Thank you. 300k, 600k. Okay. Are the blinds sixteen remain? The current payout is what? Jonathan Levy, this is your damn job. I'm
0: on it. You didn't. You didn't give me a chance to breathe. It's not geography. I think you can handle it. It's two hundred and ninety-two thousand dollars. Is uh, we just had a pay jump. So we so, twenty-nine next star buy in
1: so far, but we're really looking for the five million.
0: I mean, let's be clear. Seventh place is nine hundred and thirty thousand dollars. There's so much money to win, and we're very close to it.
1: And uh, these two players have reasonable stacks. They have about the same stack. Carl has 36.8 million. Maxime has 36.7 million.
0: That is pretty close to each other. I'm Saren,
1: not... Saren fricking dipity, as they say in the part of France that Maxime is from.
0: And you and you, vacation? It's not a vacation when you're visiting family. It's, but you're not... They're the, not your family. <laughs> but it feels like family, <laughs> you know? It's like
1: there's so much heart. There's so much heart being exchanged. Mm. You understand? Uh, All right. So Carl has ace, jack off. Ace of diamonds, jack of spades. Hey, I didn't write down the positions, but they're in relatively early position. I think Carl's plus one. Carl's plus one. Okay.
0: And and Maxime is plus two. And I assume we're eight-handed at this table.
1: Probably because, you know, it's all European style, even though we're... Well, there's
0: 16 players left. There's two tables. So we're going to be eight-handed. That's why. It's not about European anything. Come on. You're European. Wake up, son. Abre los ojos, vanilla sky, 1998. Yeah, open Uh, your eyes. Yeah, I know what it means.
1: Jesus. All right. So second podcast (laughs) of the day. Carl has 36.8 million. He's going to open Ace Jack to uh, 1.2 million. Okay. Or no, it's 1.5 million. No, it's 1.2.
0: What a a shit show this is.
1: Well, it's fine. It's the second podcast. Nobody expects anything from us. They all tuned in knowing this was the second podcast (laughs) of the day.
0: You've definitely told them about six times. So in case they didn't know. Or forgotten many... Even if they have the memento disease, they still know what podcast of the day it is because you've said you know, it so you're, much.
1: <laughs> you're really fucking up the whole game here, man. I'm trying to give us a lot of rope, a lot of leeway, and you're just taking that right away.
0: My job it's is It's just, just like when you were down. belaying
1: without a belay. Yeah.
0: You know? I always try and burn things down. I don't care. You give me a match, I'm going to set something on fire. I don't care where I'm I am. I'm going to test
1: that theory. I'm going to go ahead and test that theory okay. later on. Anyway, Carl, ace, jack off. Yeah. Ace of diamonds, jack of spades. Maxime, plus yeah. two. Same stack as Carl. Again, 36 million. So they're at like 60 bigs. Yeah. It's quite a stack. Has two jacks, clubs and diamonds. Sure. Going to three bet to three and a half million. You could flat here, but three betting feels more natural. The only really wrong thing to do is to fold.
0: I think we're pretty interested in three betting most of the time. We're up uh, 60 blind stacks effective, I think. Betting is. But
1: you don't want to get 60 blinds in pre-flop with jacks in early position, really.
0: Um, you mostly don't. It's true. But we but we do want to play this hand heads up. We don't want to play against many players, right? It
1: would it would be nice to knock the big blind out. That's it's fine sure. to
0: win right now. It's fine to get heads up in position with blow to pot with the initiative and a good hand. Like, a lot of good things happen when we, when we three bet jacks.
1: I have a quick question. When we make it three and a half million, what do we do against a cold four bet? From, oh. from various
0: positions? Is it different based on which position does it? That's a cool question. I think it's more about the player than the position, I have to say. Yeah. Like if everyone's the same level of lucky chewiness, then sure, positions we should take into account. Like the big blind doing it feels much stronger than the button doing it, right? But really, 16 left, $5 million for first place, a lot of money to be won. I would think like if. Lucky Chewy three bets us or four. Four, Cole four bets us. That's going to be a little wider than rando guy who doesn't have an impressive hand and who's somehow still alive. All
1: you right, know, what I'm if gonna Lucky, give,
0: I'm going to give the rando guy all the credit in the world?
1: What if Lucky Chewy is plus three directly to Maxime's left? Yeah. and makes it nine and a half million fold.
0: Yeah, he's just, just got it. Too it much. Just sucks. I mean, he's taking on. I mean, really, anyone deciding to th- to put in the four bet here when plus one. Opens and plus two, three bets. That's just a very strong play. So, unless they're, I mean, Alex Foxen's capable of not having it. There are other guys capable of not having it, but most guys aren't. Yeah. And even so, even when they're capable of not having it, they usually still are going to have it. Like, worst case, they're going to be balanced, these really good players. And usually they're going to be unbalanced towards value, I would think. Right. Unless it's fucking Pius Hines. Yeah, unless it's, I was going to say, unless it's 2010. Yeah. Right. Pius Hines 100% had Queen Eight offsuit all the time in that spot. But
1: so did everybody else in 2010. Yeah. It's just how it worked. And they were making it, you know, over three point five million. They're making like four point eight, whatever the <laughs> that is fucking weird. minimum possible was. Anyway, that doesn't happen. It folds all the way back to Carl, who is in a spot where it's like, okay, I opened Ace Jack off plus one. I got three bet by the person directly on my left. This is a
0: spot for a fold, right? Yeah, like easy fold. We could call it suited. We should just throw our hand away though. It's just like going to be really hard to play, like. We flop top pair. We never know where we're at. We need to have two pair or better to feel good about our hand. That's just not going to happen enough.
1: Folding feels like the play, but the second best play is probably to four bet. No question. Better than calling. Easy. That's what Carl decides to do. Or the, I don't hate it. Seems reasonable. How do you feel about the sizing?
0: Eight and a half million over three and a half million. I mean, look, the problem with the sizing is... We just don't get many folds. Unless Maxime has
1: just been a maniac, right? Maybe Maxime has been three-betting like crazy, and we get a lot of folds.
0: Well, let's think about it, though. Like, let's say Maxime is three-betting ace-queen here, which is a completely reasonable hand of three-bet, right? You get four-bet to 8.5. I think we probably successfully fold out the offsuit versions of ace-queen. Maybe it's five million more, man. It's I know like, stack to pot is so problematic though almost immediately. Like, do you really want to get yourself in all that trouble when you can just fold and move the stack, on?
1: But the stack to pot thing is not such a thing in tournaments compared to cash, right? Like, this the bets post flop are going to be so much smaller in high leverage four bet pots.
0: That's true, but it's not hard to get all in here. If the guy makes eight and a half million and we call, there's already going to be like almost like 19 million in the pot coming to the flop, and we started, we're going to have. Like twenty eight million in our stack. Like we're getting all in if we flop something and he decides to put pressure on us. Maybe right? he folds Ace Queen off, but he's not folding suited. No. I can, in position, no way. Yeah. Um if he has hands like if he's three betting hands like seven seven, which some people do.
1: Yeah. Um, he might probably, just,
0: he probably folds that. Should just be folding yep. initially with um, seven, Ace seven. King is never folding, obviously. Ace King's probably just ripping it on us. Yeah. I would think. Um, or playing it carefully in calls. I guess even if Ace King if Ace King has flats here, then we can win anyway. Yeah, which is good. Maybe some Ace King suited flats. Maybe just Maybe. a little bit. Mostly for sixty blinds, they probably just like yeah. give me the pot, show me all five cards, or yeah, know, or whatever. Or you if know. you got me, you got me. Yeah. Good luck. I think so. Um, I would like to see a bigger size, but I'm but you know, the chips are so valuable. That like putting in that extra five million is asking a lot, and like even with Jax right now, Maxime cannot love this spot at all. Of right? course,
1: of course not, but he can't fold in him. Like, what if he is a frequent three better? And I don't know anything about Maxime yeah. except that I'm close with his family. But like, <laughs> what if he has hands like nine ten suited? Yeah, we want to fold those out, right?
0: Um, sure. That would feel like a victory to us. Since I we're think out he's of position. calling nine ten suited for five million more. I don't know that he is. I'm not sure if he is. I think a lot of players are folding when they get four-bet in a t- tournament spot where they think, just don't want to mess around. I
1: think you're thinking more back to 2010. I think I'm not. Which is why they made it so small back then. How
0: much tournament poker, like high-level tournament poker, have you watched in the last year or two? I don't need to watch it. Yeah. I know. I watched this entire final table. <laughs> so Was I'm it, just saying... Were there a like, lot of four-bets? No. There were, there were almost none. And no one ever folded. Um, so no, Lucky Chewy and
1: Chris Mormon and Ben
0: Heath are plain scared, huh? Yeah. My point is just that I, I've seen a lot of people make some, some plays where they, they raise for value and then fold, like pre-flop, because they're just like, you just have it too often, and I don't want to play this game, and I can play better games. There's better opportunities for me. I'm just going to let it go. No. I, so so I, think, I think they are letting this go some of the times, even at this sizing. But I personally would not size it this small, because I would talk myself into, I can't give that good a price.
1: I figured you wouldn't like the sizing. I know that you care a lot about making sure
0: you have Especially out a position.
1: And Maxime is in a spot where this sucks with jacks,
0: but of course cannot fold. It's like five to win 13. Like, how can you fold? Yeah. 13 and a half. Like, with jacks in position, there's no folding. Yeah. That, by the way, how can you
1: fold the name of our book that just came out in 2019? Was it only 2019? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's a very recent book. So it, new, it was it's
0: fresh. So it it is sort of new. There's a link in the in the description if you want to buy it. That's when like the Spider Man uh one of the Spider Man movies came out. This I is think. just how you <laughs> keep track of time, huh? When did, the, when did the last nerd thing happen? <laughs> Actually it was twenty eighteen anyway. Had to correct yourself huh? <laughs> 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 Yeah. I
1: had to I had to signal to all your nerd friends that you really do know what's going on. Spider Man <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <it's> Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Maxime calls and uh, nobody, nobody's happy. That's that's the basic gist of what's happened pre-flop. Carl and Maxime are both in desperate need
0: of therapy. They're unhappy as hell. I mean, as Carl, though, we can eliminate some hands. Well, not eliminate. We can mostly... I mean, I don't know, actually. Is Maxime five-betting aces? Is he five-betting kings? Or I would
1: think that a lot of good players are going to flat there because yeah. SPR is going to allow them to get raises in a, on... On the flopper turn on innocuous Or just not stuff. get raises in. They're
0: in position. They can yeah. get all in without any raises ever, probably.
1: Yeah. yeah, a lot of good players are flatting those hands.
0: Also, you don't want to have a thing where you're only ever five betting. Your five bets are so face up, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like you have to have... You're at the very, very tippy-top of your range. You'd rather be able to call with jacks and aces, and now the player doesn't know what, what to do against you yeah. as much, right? So, yeah. So, so he's probably flatting a lot of his strength, if not all of his strength. I think
1: Maxime is probably more comfortable than Carl right now because he has at least position and he has, you know, is a pretty good hand and Carl's like, well, fuck, I have ace jack out of position and it's unsuited. Maybe I should have made it bigger.
0: The the thing that Carl has though, he has the calmness of knowing that if he gets raised at any point, he can just throw his fucking hand away. Right? Like, like if he bets the flop, let's say, let's say he misses the flop. I assume he's going to see bet. Um, you know, it's a nine-high flop. He bets He gets raised. He's done, right? As opposed to Maxime, where he's like, I might end up all in just going call, 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 all in here. Like, Yeah, Carl can, dead. Have,
1: Carl can have the calmness of knowing that he could at any point torch half a million dollars in equity with no showdown. Yeah,
0: but he doesn't have to put in all his chips dead the way Maxime, not completely dead, but almost completely dead, right? Maxime's so, not going to have to call
1: off on all low flops, right?
0: Not all, but a lot of them. Yeah, He's going to have to call two streets anyway, and that's going to be most of his stack. Is he just going to fold? If it, if it comes seven high, seven, seven, three, rainbow, bet, call, down bet, call, uh, turn, five, I real bet. We're just going to fold to the first real bet?
1: I think we move in rather than calling probably on the turn if we're going to continue. Okay, but, but yeah. it's sort of the same problem, yeah. right? Yeah. Anyway, here we are, 18.5 million in... In the pot. Uh, Carl's got ace-jack off. Maxime right. has jacks. The flop is ace-nine-five. Carl, Carl, Carl.
0: One out suddenly for Maxime. It goes from hero to zero. No, he has one out. Yeah. That's not zero. I said he had one out. Ace of clubs, nine of he clubs. He goes to zero. I'm not saying he has zero outs. Not his outs go to zero. He himself goes to zero. I know you're defending him because you're a friend, but listen... We have to call it as we see it, okay? Ace of clubs, nine of clubs, five of spades.
1: Right, right. Maxime has the jack of clubs. Carl has no clubs.
0: Carl's already like, this is sort of weird to flop this well because now if I bet, well, you can't bet too big, right? If you bet too big, you're game theory disastering yourself. Yeah. So you can't do that. So actually, in some ways, we have a very straightforward down bet like we'd be betting on this board with almost everything, right?
1: What are the types of hands as Carl that we're putting Maxime on right now?
0: I mean, I would think ace-queen is a pretty good one. Um, He can definitely have tens and jacks and queens. Maybe a little bit of nines. Yep, I think nines are there too. I think definitely, he's not just going to throw Does he have
1: any king-queen suited? I would guess probably a little. Maybe a little. Not impossible. He might have the same hand suited sometimes. Yes, he can have the same hand suited. But there's not many combos of that available.
0: Right. And it's okay if he does, because then that's no problem. There's only one combo of that available, actually. Hearts. Oh, you're
1: right. Okay. So one combo of ace-jack suited. Maybe he has ace... If he has king-queen suited, maybe he has some ace-ten suited. I don't know.
0: I mean, it's mostly, though, the pocket pairs that we mentioned, like nines plus, nines to queens, and ace-queen, right? That's like a big chunk of the range. There's obviously going to be a little outliers here and there of other stuff. Sometimes pocket aces, sometimes pocket kings, sometimes ace-king, but like mostly it's ace-queen, and nines through queens, right? And,
1: we sometimes, and sometimes pocket kings and very yeah. rarely pocket aces because there's one combo left from right. our perspective. Right, um,
0: We're not really worried about I think we're, if we're afraid of anything, we're afraid of ace queen, ace king. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. A little bit of ace king suited, perhaps. Sure. Uh, so I guess what we should expect as Carl is there will be maybe a few instances where Maxime could have the nut flush draw. And maybe, depending on how wide he is, he could maybe have some weaker flush draws too. Maybe queen-jack suited, maybe jack-ten suited. I don't know. Yeah. Um, It's possible. And beyond that, he has a lot of pocket pairs that are weaker than the ace. So we should probably expect one street and nothing else of value from those hands. Yeah, that's right. So when do we want the
0: street, and how much do we want the street to be? I think we 100% should bet right now. Okay. We should bet small, because if we do anything else... Actually, those pocket pairs should be more scared, not less scared. Because now it looks like we have kings and queens, right? Yeah, those are the hands we're checking after four betting, right? Um, and like so, like tens and jacks. I mean, they could either run a big multi-street bluff, but mostly they're probably just going to like try and get to showdown cheap. And you know, if he has if he has jacks, he's like, do you ever have tens? Probably not. If he has queens, he's like, do you ever have jacks? Maybe I can talk myself into it. I don't know. It's unlikely, you know. Um, like, I
1: think no matter what Carl has, he's probably going to bet this flop because yeah. the pot is so valuable at this point. Just yeah. like the fold equity is so valuable with every hand. Pretty also, much.
0: we may not be able to get value on later streets if we check now. If it goes check check, because scary cards can come. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the board here? It's Ace Nine Five. You know, the Ten of Clubs, the King of the King of Clubs. Yeah. You know, like that's a terrifying card a lot of the time for our opponents and for us, by the way. Yeah. Hard to get value now. I think we 100% need to down bet right now.
1: Yeah, and we'd be happy if, if he decided to hold a hand like Jax. So that'd be fine, whatever. We just took a pretty big pot down. I mean, like, yeah. him calling with Jax specifically is pretty great. It's Incredible. Sort of considering the one out thing, except for the back doors. But, you know, our, a great result for us would be to bet small and just have him fold and be like, sweet, we just got an eight, eight and a half million out of this guy. Yeah. Even though we flopped well.
0: Yeah, but if he calls, yeah, if he calls, we really don't know where we are anymore because Ace Queen is going to be there and maybe Ace King too.
1: So Carl bets four and a half million into 18 and a half million. Yep. Goes very small. He's trying to keep all those pocket pairs in there, I guess. Yep. Uh, Should the pocket pair still be in there? He has two back doors, but are they that valuable at this SPR?
0: I don't think they are. Also, it's not nutted back door, the clubs anyway, which is not great. Carl could have
1: ace king with king of clubs.
0: Um, Absolutely, he could. He could have king king with the king of clubs, too. Yeah. He might decide to down bet everything just to... Make it easy. Yeah. 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 Um, It's an unknown... I think there's a really good case to fold right now. If our opponent, in this case Carl, is, um, doesn't have many real true bluffs here, like, okay, he's got ace-jack, and maybe, that means maybe he has ace-five, but does he have Nine Ten suited? Because if he doesn't have like, stuff like 9-10 suited, we're, we should be losing to kind of everything, shouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Why would we call? Like, if ace-five is beating us now, right? like badly, by the way, but ace-jack, ace-10, any weird ace blocker move, like the king blocker, So now it's got to be like king queen suited or king queen off that that side of four bet? He might have some king queens. Okay, not, I mean, that's not enough, is it? We have jacks. We're losing all the aces all the time. We just, I think we should fold right now. I feel the same. I think it was a king high board we can call because we're beating some of the weird ace stuff. But the ace high board is just, there's just nothing here for us.
1: Well, he levied it and he got enticed by
0: the price, Mm. made the call. I mean, it is. Super tasty as yeah. a price. It's four and a half to win 23. Yeah. And we are in position, and we do have the Jack of Clubs. So yeah. we got the two, it's like five well, the and a half one, to back one door really. Five and a half to one is pretty good. But um, yeah. it's hard to be ahead. It's so hard to be ahead right now unless the guy is wild. And if the guy is wild, fine. Yeah, Then, of course, we call. And
1: Jesse Sylvia doing the commentary did make some mention of Carl being capable of certain things, meaning maybe that he is a bit wild.
0: Yeah. But Cable is different than he's like we should call here because we're getting the right price against this guy's range. Yeah, Those are like cable just means he can have some bluffs. Does he have enough bluffs is the real question. And it's not like this is going to get easier for us unless we spike a jack on the turn or if it comes running king queen of clubs, it's just not going to get easier, right? Yep. The turn is the king of spades. That's not a good card for who? For us, for Maxime. We're max jacks. Of course it is. Uh, Maxime. Hello, look at me, mother. Bastille. Mother, it's me. It's me. Yeah, that's your lovely French loaf of boy. French loaf <laughs> of boy? Yeah. I'm your little Brie.
1: Don't search that on the internet. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so King of Spades. And as soon as that card came, Jonathan and I were watching the hand. We don't, as many of you know. Do much thinking about the hand before it, but we, you know, make little comments while we watch the hand, and I was like, there's no way Carl's betting here. Right, of course. Like, because what's the value of betting when the king comes here? I guess Maxime, in in a perfect world, Maxime has ace-10 suited, and he has to call again, but he might just fold that anyway. I'm
0: not sure. I mean, I would think he's probably folding, honestly, to a second barrel a lot of the time, because we're going to size up now on the turn, right, if we bet again.
1: If Maxime has a hand like he does, he's just going to fold. Right. If he has king-queen of clubs, which was the type of hand we'd love to charge, or, or jack-ten of clubs, he's not folding those hands anyway.
0: I mean, we get to charge them yeah. for their equity, but they may bet if we check anyway. They probably yeah. will bet. Actually, king-queen won't, yeah. but jack-ten will, yeah. right? Okay, fine. Like, but the, So king-queen of clubs is the one combo that like if we bet, we'll get value from. Assuming he doesn't move in on us, by the way, and make us cry. Right. If he, which I wouldn't think he would with king-queen, but I don't know. So I think it's a it's as obvious a check as you can get here. So Carl checks. Good. And I think Maxime has to ask, ask himself
1: a question, which is, how bad do you want it? Because it feels like Maxime is
0: never winning right now. Oh, right now we're... Yeah, because like even if we were... It feels like we're either up against the ace or queens or somehow a king X, probably king-queen. Of clubs right? sometimes, yeah. but... But sometimes. probably not clubs. He's probably betting clubs yeah. again. Oh, maybe not when he hits the king, yeah. though. Um, but whatever, he's like going into like, okay, let's get to showdown. Like, I've got enough. I think I, I think I'm winning enough. I'm checking. So,
1: do we want to tar- start telling the story now? I mean, it, there's like we block the nuts. There's like a pot.
0: There's like a pop back. So it's I don't think we should do anything except check. Like, do we really think we're getting a f- like th- the hands that we were hoping our opponent had are all beating us? Yeah. Everything's beating us. And what's folding if we bet? Queens. Queens is folding. That's the one. King, queen of diamonds probably sure. folds. Sure. You know, hands like that. But is king, queen of diamonds four betting that often? No.
1: I, yeah, probably. Compared
0: not. to ace, king, ace, queen, those, those hands are, there's a lot more combos of those things than there are of queens. And king, queen of diamonds, the other three king, queen suited. Probably. We'll that will, will assume they'll find a fold. Ace, five is, ace is up. I mean, there's just no, I just don't see any reason. It feels that like when he checks, it feels like he has ace-queen to me a lot. Yeah, Right. pretty close. Yeah. He has ace-jack. Right. So Maxime just is giving up when he checks, you think? I feel like we, I don't really know why we called the flop. Yeah. I thought we should fold then. So did you. Um, I think it would be a mistake to bet if we're not getting folds. And I don't think we're getting nearly enough folds to ever bet here.
1: Well, let's see what kind of pretzels we get twisted into on this river. Okay. Which is the queen of clubs.
0: Because it does go check-check. On the turn, yes. Yes.
1: The flop is ace of clubs, nine of clubs, five of spades. The turn is the king of spades. The river is the queen of clubs. Okay. The effective stack between these two players uh, is 22 million. They both have about 22 million. And in the pot is 27 million. Carl checks. Yep. It's just, what's the point of betting
0: at this point? It seems really hard to get called by worse. Seems hard to fold out better, too. Seems like a good idea. If if the only way we could ever make chips is by checking. So we might as well check, and that feels like the only positive expectation is to check.
1: All right. As Maxime, we do block the straight. We block the flush. We have the second nut flush blocked.
0: I mean, there's a little something there, right? A little bit. Is it worth... Stabbing at this because we know we're losing. We're definitely losing, and the pot does have
1: how many chips in it now? It has 27 million, and we have 22 million in our stack. Jesus.
0: Um, okay. What are we what are we trying to get to fold out if we bet here? Not two pair. So well, not, then what's not the ace fuck? king,
1: not ace queen, not king queen. So what? What's left? Ace Jack, ace. We have 10. two jacks in our hand. Yeah, ace. How 10. can you ever
0: have ace jack? Ace wheel suited that's not ace five. You know? I mean, that is thin. Yeah. That is really, really thin. Could we fold out two pair? Not ace-king. Could we fold out king-queen? Maybe. Maybe. On this, on this card, maybe we can fold out king-queen sometimes.
1: We could. I mean, the problem is that it's the... Eh, I, like, the queen of clubs is out there. Yep. So we have to have king-jack, king-ten, or jack-ten of clubs. Or maybe we have hands like nine-ten of clubs in our range. I don't know.
0: Right, because we never have Jack Ten otherwise, unless it's Jack Ten yeah. Of clubs. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's not great. Um, there's so few combos of value for us. Okay, if he checks to us, things we can rep a value besides Jack Ten of clubs and maybe a few of those King X of clubs is um, Ace Queen. We ourselves can have Ace Queen and decide to bet yeah. the river. I think yeah. that's reasonable. I guess we can have Ace King, but we usually bet the turn or rip it pre-flop. Or rip it pre- pre-flop. That's right. Um, usually, yeah. There's a there's sometimes also when Carl has Queen Queen and just made a set and probably isn't gonna fucking fold, right? Yeah, I don't think he's folding a set. Like he's like, yeah, I guess you can have Jack Ten of Clubs or some other weird club combo. Whatevs, dude. Congratulations, King Ten of Clubs somehow got there and you call the four bet. You idiot. I've got a set. I call. Right. Like there's not enough combos. This feels like a bad idea to try and win this pot. We should just have put we just should have folded on the flop and given up and walked away, right? Cuz now here we are and our guy is showing weakness but we're sure we're behind. Yep. He's checked twice. He doesn't love his hand.
1: Maxime chooses the middle path. This is an say. interesting middle path. He bets 11 million of his 22 million into 27 million. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of cool. He's saying like I know your range is weaker than the top end of my
0: range. I know yep. you
1: don't have flushes in your range right. when, when the queen of clubs is out there and the ace of clubs is out there. You don't have any fucking flushes, but guess what I do?
0: You probably also don't have too much um, like top end two pair hands. Like you probably sets. don't have too much. Yeah. Like You don't really have ace-king. You probably don't have ace-queen. You probably bet ace-queen for value on the river because it goes check-check so much. you probably don't race. have king-king king because king, king, you would have bet the turn. You probably don't have queen-queen because queen, you probably bet the river, yeah. right? You probably do. Even though it's queen of clubs... It went check-check on the turn. You're probably betting it. Right. Right.
1: So what Maxime is doing is he's saving himself 20 blinds in case he gets called. At the same point as saying, like, I understand that your range is weak, and many of your two-pair plus hands would have bet more than this at this point. So I have to make it look like I'm trying to get value out of your weak hands.
0: Right. It feels like Maxime is truly repping ace-queen here. Yeah. Like, I I checked back, and then I rivered ace-queen. You checked again, so now I'm betting for value. Yeah. And... What are we trying to fold out? We're trying to fold out ace-jack, ace-ten, I guess. Yeah. Again, ace-jack doesn't feel possible with two jacks in our hand, even though it, it exists. Um, it doesn't ace, really feel possible for Carl to have better than it, though, the way Carl's played it. It's true. It's true. Um, king-queen is the other hand. That yeah. Maybe he could have him play like this. Yeah, right? maybe. Would he actually fold king-queen? I don't know. If he wouldn't fold king-queen, I don't know if we should be doing this. Is he 4 betting king-queen that often? I don't know. It's, I don't know the answers to these questions. Right. They're okay. It's okay as a blockery-type hand to decide yeah. to turn into a four-bet once in a while. You'd rather do that with king-queen off than call. Yeah. Still, mostly you're just going to fold it pre. <sighs> I don't know, man. He might bet the river anyway with king-queen, trying to get value out of a worse ace, figuring, like, if I check, a better hand's betting anyway. He'd be right. A better hand is betting anyway. He's probably betting king-queen for value probably doesn't even have king-queen. So, so now we're trying to fold that one pair. Right. And, but this is and so he's, weird. And he's
1: trying to tell the story of, like, I get what you have. You understand that I understand this. So yeah. I'm going to really price you in. You I'm, know?
0: Yeah. Like, I'm betting 11 million. You have to call. Yeah. Dangerous game. Very dangerous game.
1: I think it's, I mean, while we may disagree with some of Maxime's plays in the hand, I think this bet at this size shows that he, like, has a very strong understanding of what's going on here and the leveling involved. I agree completely. Yeah.
0: I agree. Hopefully, that's true. I mean, once in a while, it's not that, right? Once in a while, it's like, I want to bluff, but I don't want to bluff my whole stack, so I'm only going to bluff some of it, and that's all it is. But since we're 16 left in the WPT Championship, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt.
1: I think we should give him the Benny of the Denny.
0: Also, um, you know him. I don't. But I also, I see his Hendon mob here, so I have a sense of, you know...
1: What is his Hendon?
0: 1.7 million, including this score. So, spoiler alert, he's not going to win. Okay. Um, But... Yeah, one point seven million. So, and this score, I think, was well. His, well, I guess, I shouldn't give it away. What it was, he had over a million dollars coming in.
1: Yeah. Anyway, Carl ends up folding, and I don't, I don't know how you could under, how you could call. I think like, if Maxime really understood where Carl was, like none of the other shit matters at at this point on the river because he's like, how can you fucking call with Ace Jack or worse? How can you
0: ever call? It seems the only way we. <sighs> Because it's because he called the flop bet. It's weird because I was so critical of the flop bet. I remain critical of the flop call, not the bet. The flop call by Maxime, but because he called, it tightens the range really past Jack. Jack shouldn't be there. Yeah. So now the stuff that's calling, it's like, don't you just have to have me when you then check back the turn? So you look like you're not trying to bluff, and then you decide to bet the river. Like the the line is is convincing. Yeah, and the, and the size is part of the line, which makes it convincing. 11 million is a convincing number. This is a really interesting, like you're saying, pretty great river bet, I have yeah. to say. I think I would have, if I had found a call on the flop, I'd probably just just be like, get me out of here, man, <laughs> just check And, yeah.
1: and get, if you bet the river, you
0: might have jammed. If I was going to bet the river, I think it would have jammed. Or bet big enough, it's an effective jam. Maybe I would have bet 20 of my 24 or something, you know, um, instead of 11. Yeah. Look bigger and scarier, which... Might work against me. Probably not against ace-jack, but might work against me. Um, The problem, of course, with 11 is if he's got a marginal holding, not ace-jack marginal, like better than that. Like king-queen. King-queen, ace-five. Yeah. He might feel like he has to call for 11. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's not what he had, and he folded, and Maxime is the champion of all France.
0: Yes, and in that case, what that pays, if you're wondering, the champion of all France, it's a big, fat zero... You don't get shit for that, but he did finish 11th in this tournament. For how much? $456,000. How much did Carl get? Carl finished 7th for $929,000. Carl, you are the champion I knew of I should France. have been
1: friends with Carl yeah. instead.
0: The France champion, and that did pay for him. Yeah. Because he's not from France. Right. He's from London, England.
1: The French know that it's reward enough to be French. It's
0: a red and white cross on the flag, in case you're wondering. It's red and white. Red and white. Red and white. Red and right. <laughs> You never got to journalism.
1: You tried so hard. Never got to what? You never got to journalism to me. You tried so hard. I
0: feel the trying is the getting. I don't think so. You haven't been around TMZ. How How much much time do you watch them on TMZ? A lot. A lot.
1: How many provinces are in Canada?
0: That's a good question. How many provinces? I'm going to go with six.
1: No. How many? Thirteen.
0: Really? That many? I don't know. Oh. (laughs) No, no. 13 is in my head, but I'm not sure. Let's, let's, let's I mean, look I just sort of said six, so I don't know. It's definitely more than six. Okay. How certain are you? What's your uh, certainty about 40%. Okay. That it's more than six? There are 10 provinces in Canada. So basically, we were both right. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> basically, <laughs> we're both
0: American, is the answer yeah. to that. I know. How many provinces can you name? Don't look. Oh, not that many. British Columbia. That's the easy one. Well, we're closest to that one. It's um, easy anyway. Come on. Yeah, uh, Quebec. That's two. That's pretty good.
1: I'm thinking of cities,
0: not provinces. I, it's hard. Yeah. I know. I got one. Calgary, is that a city? No, that's a city. <laughs> um, is, yeah. Quebec not, Quebec, is Quebec not a city? Edmonton's a city. I think Quebec is also a city, not a province. Sorry, Can- sorry Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ontario is definitely a, a province, though.
1: Yeah. Ottawa, is that a city? Yes. Nova Scotia.
0: Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, Nova Scotia. I think it might be Nova Scotia for the win. The Yukon um, Territory. Nova Scotia is one. Also, New Brunswick. Yukon Territory. Um, well, oh my God, Quebec is. Sorry again, Canadians. <laughs> um, New Brunswick, Manitoba, Prince Edward Island. I was never going to get out that. of here. Alberta. We should have gotten. Yeah, Alberta, we should have gotten risk. Yeah, right? should have gotten uh, Newfoundland and oh, Labrador. Yeah. I've heard about Saskatchewan, that. Saskatchewan also a freebie, honestly. That's it. That's all of them. No
1: Yukon territory? That's
0: just a territory? That's just a territory. See, now you're living in the risk, you're living in the risk world. Yukon is a territory, as you said, also the Northwest Territories and the Nunevo or something.
1: Okay. Well, we definitely nailed geography on
0: this one. We I got mean... It. We got it pretty good. I know it's north. Yeah. It's what's north the, of us. What's the difference?
1: Make your pancakes and eat your... your yeah, they're known for
0: their pancakes in Canada. You
1: don't think... All right. Here it comes. They make a lot of pancakes in Canada, and you know it. It's they not make like a lot
0: of pancakes everywhere. It's like
1: it's not like a cultural thing like poutine. But you just know in your in the back of your head, the Canadians eat more pancakes than America. You just fucking know this it.
0: This level of profiling is why we're not more popular on YouTube, because of the anti-Canada stuff. <laughs> no, because of the way you profile not just Canadians
1: but all groups of people. But the Canadians, come on, with the pancakes. <laughs> They probably eat a lot. Yeah, of yeah, things. yeah, you know it. The log cabins and shit. Right. right? Of yeah. course, that's where they all live in. Up you uh,
0: oh. Sunlight. <laughs> 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 hey, sunlight.
1: First time no rehearsal. I say fuck a second take. Night is baby scratching on vinyls until the record break. Mr. one night is all I need. No second
0: dates on the rap